0: My name is Evan, Jr. at South Milwaukee, and you're listening to the SMY Podcast.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Welcome to the SMY Podcast. I'm Daniel Bader, Communication Coordinator for the School District of South Milwaukee. Today, we're exploring early education at South Milwaukee, specifically four-year-old kindergarten. The benefits of early childhood education have been studied since the 1960s and 70s. The Learning Policy Institute has found that, quote, Students who attend preschool programs are more prepared for school and are less likely to be identified as having special needs or to be held back in elementary school than children who did not attend preschool. Studies also show clear positive effects on children's early literacy and mathematics skills, unquote. Since voters approved the 2018 referendum, All Day 4K has been available at each of our elementary schools. In addition to the benefits to children, there's a benefit to their families, too. According to census data, the average income of a family in South Milwaukee is about $50,000 a year. Now consider the cost of daycare. Online child care finder Tutris estimates that Wisconsin families pay an average of $10,197 per year or $850 per month to send their four-year-olds to daycare. The school district's 4K program is basically free. Parents pay only a small registration fee and students have access to a high quality curriculum, teachers with advanced degrees in early childhood education, facilities like the district's school playgrounds and classrooms. Well, that's the big and personal picture. Now let's hear about the one that really matters what it's like to be in one of those 4K classrooms. Meet Anna Torres, one of our newest 4K teachers from E.W. Luther Elementary School. Well, Anna Torres, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you for having me. Yeah.
1: So tell me about yourself. Uh, you're new, uh, a new teacher here in South Milwaukee, but you're not new to teaching.
0: Correct. So I actually have been in... 11 years in education, so I was from Oak Creek um, School District 11 years, and I was a para for those 11 years, and decided to go back to school and get my master's to become a teacher in early education. Hmm. So, What um, what drew you to early education? Um, I just really like that age group. I feel that that age group is the most fun. You know, you're just shaping their minds, especially, um, in 4k that I work in, you know, they're coming to you with, um, new things they need to learn. They need, um, to learn, you know, regulating their emotions, all that kind of thing. So yeah, just love the little ones. (laughs)
1: And early education, just to be clear, what, what, age groups does that encompass? What is early education?
0: So my degree goes from birth into third grade. Um, really? yeah. Wow. So that was my degree that I went back for.
1: Okay. Yep. Um, and then what is, I mean, you, you kind of hit on that a little bit, but who, uh, what, who is a 4k student? Like they're four year olds, right? They have to mm-hmm. be four by the time they school starts to think, but what, um, who are they as people? Who's what's a four year old?
0: So four-year-olds, um, I mean, really, they're coming to us just, you know, needing to learn the basics of school. So rules, regulations, um, expectations, they really are coming in. Um, you know, some of them just need to learn even basically how, you know, simple things, sit at a carpet, um, listen for an extended period amount of time, um, and then just also, you know, getting them to learn ABCs learn their numbers all that kind of stuff so Mm. yeah so it's kind of
1: um yeah kind of getting used to living or working with other people right I mean even if they're small people they're they're Uh similar they have to learn how to share and and, yeah and other things um yes and then getting right into literacy some literacy items right
0: yep correct yep so we definitely have a program that we use with literacy um, in 4k too so that's something that we focus on a lot not right away in the beginning of the year because like Mm. I said they have to first learn those simple rules and everything of school and learning how to you know listen first but yep we dive into literacy and all that later on
1: Mm. and um, what does a 4k student start with that a 5k student might have i don't know when i was a kid there was preschool and then there was kindergarten and now Mm -hmm. we have four kindergarten what what's the difference for four-year-olds
0: um for the four-year-olds i would say they just are coming again um just needing to know those those expectations and stuff coming in for social emotional kind of things we do a lot of um, we do a lot of social emotional lessons, so just learning that. Um, I would say when they go in, by the time they go to kindergarten, they have most of those kind of expectations down and um, you know can fully begin almost to read on their own, where 4K, they're just learning those phonetic awareness and phonemic awareness, all that kind of stuff um, right off the bat. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Um, Is a what does the science tell us about you know that that age group and what they what they can handle what they learn um yeah what
0: sure um so with a four-year-old too um you just their attention span obviously is a little bit less um, than a kindergartner or first grade um so even just making sure that you keep if you're doing whole group instruction or um, anything at the carpet just keeping it down to you know 10 minutes 15 minutes tops mm. making sure you always get those breaks in so that they can get up and get their wiggles out that kind of thing um but yeah so just really paying attention to what they need to every group is different obviously every year you get a different set of kids and they might have a different um you know attention spans or anything like that so mm-hmm. you just have to sort of tailor your teaching to the group that you get every year
1: sure so yeah. i got a chance to visit uh, Anna's classroom mm-hmm. yesterday, and I noticed that half of it is kind of tables and chairs, and and half of it's play space. Um, play uh, is obviously half of kind of what you do, right? I
0: mean, yep. it's pretty important. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's all about learning through play. Like, so they they don't even realize sometimes how much they're learning when they're playing in these centers. So, like, mm. my room is set up um, into different centers. So we have a math and a literacy center. We have a, a dramatic play center, fine motor center, um, science. And so they move about throughout the centers and just get to learn through play, but they you know, don't even realize how much they're learning when they're actually playing with all this stuff. So, and, and even just getting in those basic sharing and um, communicating with you know, their peers. Yeah, and they're just, I mean,
1: we're uh, recording this at the end of the first week of school they're just getting to know each other
0: yes that too so a lot of it is you know sitting down we start in the morning with our morning circle we sit we play a little game song just to like share everybody's names over and over so that other students can start to know their names and then um, yeah they it's amazing how quickly they actually make new friends right away even by Mm. the end of the day they're like oh this is my this is my friend right here yeah yeah. so yeah it's Um, pretty cool
1: I saw some kids playing store yesterday, and it looked like one student was returning a mop, and the the girl behind the counter was saying, no, you know, no, I can't accept that mop. But I think they maybe just wasn't playing the way she wanted them to play, and, but I, I saw them working it out, right? Yeah. They were trying to figure out, what is this person telling me? why are they why are they doing this what do i want to accomplish yeah. all in that just little interaction that i saw
0: yes definitely yeah. and and that's huge like them learning how to share take turns or trade with a toy those mm. are like three main things that we try to get them to you know figure out and sort of work those situations out then by themselves so that we don't always have to as teachers intervene you teach them the tools so They know when they actually are in those situations how to handle them. Sure.
1: In a lot of instances, you are the first teacher that a mom or dad has had, too, Mm -hmm. now that they've had this child, and now they're maybe going away for the first time from them. How much of your job is is working with parents,
0: too? Um, So in... 4k we also are going to have like a family enrichment kind of time so bringing parents even in for certain events that we could do Um, we're sort of working on figuring out which events we can do or want to do for the school year but definitely i mean daily i get to go out i get to see the parents i get to greet them greet the children Um, and then same again at the end of the day i take the children out so i get a lot of interaction still with the parents like talking to them about how their child's day was and yeah, I'm just looking forward to being able to invite them in, in more to the classroom event and see what the classroom looks like more. Mm-hmm. And um, field trips too. So field trips are, a lot of the parents come to those. So mm. yeah.
1: Fun, um, uh-huh. what what would a field trip look like for a 4K class?
0: Um, so 4K, we actually all 4Ks from our um, district get together and do anything from, you know, going to, pumpkin farm or going to um, a petting zoo stuff like that so getting them together they're a little probably wild and crazy at times Mm -hmm. but you know definitely fun and parents love to be able to come so sure so
1: um i know we don't probably do report cards so how do we but how do we show our growth and and how those students like what do you expect uh, in December for our, our 4k four uh, year old to have learned and then mm-hmm. what's a what's a graduating 4k look like?
0: Sure. Um, so even in the beginning of the year, and I'm, I have this actually on my schedule for next week, even just having them draw like a self-portrait portrait. So like you would be amazed at what it looks like from the first week that they're in school. From when they draw it again in december from when they draw it again in march and then the end of the school year and in june like how far that they can come even in in that um, and same with everything else so just learning those letters i mean by the end of the year a child c- could know them all and have not known any of them when they come into 4k so um yeah just they come very far and by the end of the year yeah yeah, uh-huh. and
1: and then they when they're ready for five k, and then compulsory education in first grade, right? Um, they should be able to hit the ground running, I guess.
0: Yes, definitely. Yep they're they're basically at that point about uh, ready to learn, and so they should be well on their way once they have those those letters under their belt and know all that, and start to work with their kindergarten teacher on reading. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And then how does um how does it work with you collaborating with other you know, grade levels. Um, I know that is a pretty big emphasis in our schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're new and I know it's like the first week, but you yep. must have had some interaction already.
0: Oh, sure. I actually just came from a training, so a personal development training with other 4K teachers throughout our district. And so we are just, um, it's great to get together with them because first, share stories figure out, you know, any maybe struggles that they're having that maybe I'm having as well and getting tips and tricks like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just attending different stuff. I've had staff meetings at our building so that I can get to know all the rest of the staff and, you know, everyone's super supportive. I feel like in this district, everybody is willing to help no matter if it's part of their job or not. They, I think the biggest thing that I've learned is they are always willing to help you no matter what it is. So, yeah. Um, and then,
1: Maybe we'll just end on this question. What, um, who are your students this year? What have you learned about them already?
0: Um, I've learned they have a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely forget um, them, you know, how, how little they do know coming in. So they are, you know, very busybody. Um, need, you know, just those basic skills of coming into the classroom. And, um, you know, they're very creative. They, they love to play they right away just kept, when are we gonna play i have a question when are we gonna <laughs> when's play time so but again they're yeah they're just they're great they're silly they're fun and they just have a lot of energy <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well thank you for your time uh, i know it's been a hectic week so thanks for your yes. thanks for being here
0: thank you for having me
1: Uh, Joining us now, actually from his office in Lakeview Elementary School, is Chris Sapersky, the principal of Lakeview and the um, enrollment coordinator for our 4K
2: program. Thanks, Dan. It's nice to chat about this today.
1: Yeah. um, So we just talked to Anna Torres, our new 4K teacher at uh, Luther Elementary School. Uh, We heard about what our classroom looks like and what she um, sees that her students need and what she thinks they get. But in a larger sense, can we talk a little bit about the value of early childhood education?
2: Yes. uh, We know that students just grow and absorb so many things in those first few years of life. And uh, traditionally in society, we've always thought of five-year-old kindergarten as the somehow the time when students start school. Uh, But we see that in so many places, students are starting earlier and earlier. Um, And really, you think about the time when when a when a child's mind is the is going through the most development and is able to absorb and take in all sorts of new concepts, and and what better chance than in those formative years to be able to really ha- invite those students into our school community and be able to to start learning and thinking about letters and numbers and shapes and and all the ways that we start putting the world together.
1: Hmm. Um, I talked at the um, top about the fact that. Um, South Milwaukee uh, since 2018 has had an all day 4K program at each of the schools um, can, can maybe talk about that f- just a little bit the and va- the difference between a f- half day and a full day and
2: um, the value to parents sure yeah. um, we started kind of with a pilot program of all day 4K several years ago like you mentioned and I think we just had it in two schools at the time and uh, saw that uh, you know students really did well in that environment and teachers really uh, thrived in that as well as the community just really valued it as well and embraced all day 4k and so um, over the past couple of years we've been able to expand 4k all day 4k to all four of our elementary schools in south milwaukee now we still do have half day options that are available they're only at blakewood at this point Um, but our students can go to any of our four elementary schools for 4k Um, and so all day 4k really has given students and teachers the opportunity to go more in depth into the content that they're learning. And so it's, it's the same similar concepts between half day and all day, but our all day classes are able to just take more time at perhaps a more developmentally appropriate pace, um, and go a little bit deeper into the concepts that are really important to our, our youngest learners.
1: Hmm. Um, how does a, Four K or a, f- a group of four-year-olds fit into the school culture and climate.
2: Yeah, they they bring their own life and vibrancy, right? They um, it, it is it's a wonderful thing to not only invite the youngest learners into a school system, but also their families, and so. Um, We know that for many families, 4K is the first point of contact that you have with a school system. And so um, I, through the 4K enrollment process, often am one of the first touch points that somebody might have on that path to high school graduation. And so how do we really invite people into um, something that is going to be part of their lives for the next 15 years or so? Um, And so those 4K teachers also really know the weight of that we're trying to set them up for an entire um uh, career of celebrations in our in our school system Mm
1: um yeah i i just have to say when we were in that age where our first was going to uh, kindergarten you know we were paying for daycare it was hard at the time um, but more is that there was not a curriculum that we were happy with um, you know while he was getting care and nutrition you know but we really wanted to get that jumpstart because we just as a family really valued the education um, Having a certified teacher, you know, in early childhood education has to make a difference.
2: It really does. Um, We have incredible 4K teachers here at our schools um, who are, like I said, not only welcoming, but also really uh, able to focus on those academic pieces. There's been a lot of focus lately on foundational literacy pieces, and so that has obviously been a big focus of our 4K work as well across the district um, to make sure students really are um, ready to meet those those literacy milestones ready to become readers and writers mm-hmm. and literate citizens but they're also our 4k staff is also um, very versed in social emotional learning and we know that that's a whole uh, important aspect of, of of what students bring to school um, and they're they they've had a lot of training specifically in social emotional development of students um, so that we're, we're really raising the whole child. Sure. Um, so I know that a lot of our our calendar this
1: year is built around um, teachers having time to, to collaborate uh, in these professional learning communities. Um, being able, uh, I'm just thinking about the streamlining of curriculum, the 4Kers going into 5K, no matter where they go in this district, um, has to be Uh, You know, just give those
2: 5K kids a jump start, too. It really does. Um, And, um, the, uh, as as we said earlier, the when we can start the learning happening sooner and have students be part of a system, it's easier to move from grade level to grade level, and and for families to feel comfortable and confident, uh, because you have fewer transitions, right? From going to perhaps a daycare or to a preschool into a public school, something like that. Now now you're just part of one seamless system, mm-hmm. um, that that um, teachers are able to talk to each other and pass on those strengths and those wonderful things about students um. so as, as
1: the sorry so as the enrollment coordinator what uh, what's the demand been like for 4K since we went to all day?
2: Yeah, it, it really has increased significantly for our all day programs. We generally open registration for 4K shortly after New Year's every year. So um, for next school year, the 24-25 school year, that would open somewhere probably shortly after January 1st, 2024. Um, and there's kind of a, a long open time where people can register. Um, some people are, are ready and they register right away. Some people, it takes a little bit longer. Um, but pretty much if families that register anytime between, say, January and end of May, that's been a, a, a real good window to be able to be part of the all-day programs. Mm. Um, there is a point at which our all-day programs so far have filled up. And so uh, we said earlier there are half-day programs that are located at Blakewood right now. Some of those are families who actually just want half-day programs because either it meets their schedule needs as a family or they just know their kids really well. They might be saying, you know what, I know my kid really needs afternoon naps yet and so am 4k is is perfect for them and then we also have people that um uh, registrations came quite late and so we sadly had to say our all-day spots are filled up Mm -hmm. Um, and so it really is helpful for people to get their registrations in earlier but it doesn't have to be right away it just has to be um you know in the first few months of of the of the new year right right and then um because
1: right the open enrollment process in wisconsin starts in february so really the sweet spot is between january and february before people start filling out those applications from outside yeah. south milwaukee
2: there we have uh, we our school board has typically set unlimited open enrollment for 4k um, because that is uh, uh, does it it is attractive to people from outside our community as we uh, talk about the wonderful things that south milwaukee as a school district has to offer other people outside the community see that and they want to be part of that from the very beginning and so families have that opportunity to open and roll into south milwaukee but there are timelines as you mentioned associated with that and so um, if people have questions about that definitely contact our district office
1: yeah okay well chris thank you um uh for
2: being available, I know you're really busy, so I appreciate being able to chat about this. It's the beginning of the school year, yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot happening in these first couple weeks of school, and um, seeing the the vibrant joy of our newest students in schools in 4K is is wonderful. So, thanks, Dan.
1: Thank you again for listening to the SMY podcast. Thank you to Chris Sapersky and Anna Torres for their time and to Luther Elementary for allowing me to spend time in Mrs. Torres' classroom. I mentioned the 2018 referendum at the beginning of this piece. If you follow this program or were listening during budget season, the school board has more than once mentioned that it might have to go to another operational referendum to solve a budget problem. On October 4th at 4.30 p.m. in the high school, we're having a listening night. It's called Rocket Fuel for Thought, and it's designed to talk about past referendums and what they've accomplished, and to hear residents' thoughts about the idea of having another one. What would you wanna see come out of a new referendum? What do you wanna hear from the school board for you to support one? If you're against the idea, what are your thoughts and concerns? This isn't a sit in the auditorium and listen to people like me talk night. We'll have different tables with district leaders and school board members there to talk, but more importantly, to listen to how the community feels about the need for more funding for the district. That feedback will be used for a more formal proposal to the school board later in the year and a recommendation about whether to go to referendum or not. So mark your calendar, Rocket Fuel for Thought, October 4th from 4.30 to 6 at the high school. This has been the SMA podcast. We'll see you next time.